3: Welcome back. It's the Laurie and Julia show my I Talk 107. on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this uh, productive Tuesday afternoon. What is up next on the docket?
1: Next on the docket. Well, Jan Wenner is doing his level best to get out there and give interviews. He's on CBS Sunday morning. He was on the Today Show because he's in... Big disagreement about this uh, book called Sticky Fingers, The Life and Times of Jan Wenner and Rolling Stone Magazine. After he read the first completed draft, then he decided he didn't like anything that the reporter uh, wrote. And, of course, the magazine is up for sale. Right, And um, so it's kind of interesting. He's got an interesting story, just, you know, kind of like uh, Hefner, you know, Hugh Hefner with Playboy starting the magazine with... Uh, Very little money, getting a family loan and just sort of being a young guy with just sort of like a a dream to Mm -hmm. let's have uh, a, a magazine devoted to music. So let's let's listen to Matt and Jan.
0: Give me the two sentence mission statement when you founded the magazine.
2: Rolling Stone is uh, for the people who believe in rock and roll and believe it's the magic that can set you free. It's not just about music, but all the attitudes and ideas that music embraces.
0: That was 1967. Tell me the moment, the cover, the story, whatever, when you realized you had entered the consciousness of this country, when you said, we've made it, we've achieved our mission statement.
2: Well, I don't, don't, it's not made at all the time, but I remember the first sort of big, flurry we were involved in we printed that cover of john lennon yoko ono naked on our first anniversary issue in 1968 and you know we got some coverage there and we got a headline in the local newspaper that says naked beetle perils sf
0: yeah so, and the photo by the way one of the most famous photos we'll ever see it's also very poignant you put it on the cover of the magazine shortly after he died i think well, andy, that's a
2: different that's a yeah, different picture
0: okay but i think andy lebowitz shot that other right. photo of him
2: i think on the day or the day before the he was actually yeah. killed. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Matt was mixing up his photos. He, he, was,
1: he was mixing was, them and up. and the one where, uh, where uh, John Lennon is naked and cuddling up to Yoko and they're face-to-face. Right. That was the only Rolling Stone issue that had nothing.
4: No letters except for Rolling Stone on the cover. Yeah,
1: usually they promo yeah. the and, other stories he... inside.
4: He was the first to hire Annie Leibovitz. She started there when she was just young in San Francisco. He's an interesting guy. I'm kind of curious. We
1: tried to get uh, Joe Hagen for Sticky Fingers, but Donnie, you said he wasn't doing any interviews. No, couldn't get him. Um, Okay, so... Uh, again, Rolling Stone, like Playboy magazine, covering a lot of social issues. Uh, here's what he says about that.
0: When you, when you look back at the times that you've had in the magazine, what are you most proud of in terms of a social issue that you got ahead of?
2: Well, we've been really, I don't know if we've got ahead, we've been really strong on gun control. We followed that for a long time. It's an outrage that nothing's been done. We've been very strong on uh, pot legalization, which is getting done. And now we're involved in one of the leading publications to be discussing climate change. 1985, you did a two-part
0: article on the AIDS epidemic. That's correct. At a time when this country was still trying to get its head around what this was. Do you think you changed the conversation?
2: It was the first big, real big national piece about AIDS, and it brought to everybody's attention. I think you know it was popping up here and there, and there was some discussion, but the whole issue hadn't been focused and and crystallized into one really coherent explanation of what was going on and that was going to be an epidemic
1: and it's true because that article was called and the band played on I remember. and it became a book and it became a movie and yeah. it was and a play and a play and, and it was course. that was the first place where you know people actually had this realization that five thousand men had died yeah in a year from mm-hmm. something young men, young men. and mm-hmm. so you know it was really you kind of forget about about some of these things so it is interesting interview here's who's been on the cover the most
0: the person who's been on the cover more than anyone else is Um, Bob Dylan Bob Dylan but
2: was that purely because of your own personal fandom no it's just that Bob during his entire 50 years keeps working keeps putting out albums and despite his reputation as a reckless is always out there on the never-ending tour. Is I, it Bob Lennon? Yeah, is is no, no, Bob, Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, what, that's according Beatles, to our research. Like, I'm sure you're right.
0: 1992, you and some others interviewed then-candidate Bill Clinton. Right. What did you recognize in him that told you he was going to be a political force?
2: Well, you know, he was young, very eloquent and spoken, and he just had a really glib thing about him. I mean, he, he, he was personable.
0: And he knew how to handle the media. He, he knew, knew how, how to, to yeah. use the media.
2: He was and charming.
4: He was charming. Mm-hmm. He really was. Absolutely. Sounds like Jan Werner, when I was listening to this, has marbles in his mouth. Yeah. I mean, like, something happened. Didn't he do a lot of drugs? I'm just oh, going yeah. back. Like, he was yeah. a, a big cocaine guy, wasn't oh, yeah. he? In like, fact, at Rolling Stone
1: ma- Magazine, the winners uh, in the 70s and into the 80s, they paid their employee bonuses in cocaine. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> that in the book. Here, Matt Lauer, I was wondering if he's going to bring up the book okay. because it was a sanctioned book at one time. Here's right. what he says.
0: You have yourself achieved the level of fame now that you've been covering for many years. What's the one thing you learned about fame that you didn't know before you achieved it?
2: Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I don't think anything. You know, I know if you're fit, you get good reservations, good restaurants quickly. <laughs> you know, that's about the best of it.
0: There's something in the headlines right now. I just want to get you before you go away. You're not happy with a biography of you that's just it,
2: come out. Yeah, it's kind of turned out to be rather shallow. You and called full it, full it deeply flawed and
0: tawdry, and then you used a bull blank word. Yeah, you well, commissioned the book. Yeah, that I, I that's I agree. Isn't the the book in some ways kind of like one of an article that would appear in Rolling Stone magazine? Not at all. No, no? It's, it's
2: shallow and very inaccurate, and really against all the kind of standards of excellence in journalism writing that we have.
1: So oh. he really does not right. like no. this book. Right. One of the things may be that, um, and the the journalist who wrote Sticky Fingers, Joe Hagan, he's a veteran reporter. And it's a 547-page dive into Wenner's life, his ambition, his magazine that still is culturally influenced. But the biggest guiding force in his success was his then-wife and business partner, Jane Wenner, Mm -hmm. who... Was destroyed when he told her on Christmas Eve of 1994 he was leaving for her, her for a man. They were married for 26 years. They had an agreement to have lovers. Right. She always knew that he was at least attracted to other men. Right. And, um, but she thought it was cruel that he told her.
4: On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Absolutely. Eve. Absolutely.
1: And a lot of people felt bad for Jane because she was as key to the success of the magazine. Sure. At the beginning. And... Um, anyway so yeah he, he that is his story about the book he told the New York Times he finds it deeply flawed and tawdry rather than substantial and I think it is because of the in-depth chapter
4: about, about, about
1: the, he and his wife of 26 years inside the drugs and infidelity
4: yeah
1: that he didn't like that being included. Well that's with all of his other accomplishments. So people are prickly about having their drugs and infidelity dragged out into the open, Julia. Yep. So he was prickly. Yeah, he was prickly. Uh About that. But he's being consistent with that. But reading between the lines, I'm gonna say that's the part he doesn't like. Right. Is that he called it
3: bad journalism and not to the standards of our magazine?
1: Well, (laughs) that's because he doesn't like this chapter. He got people to go on record talking about how uncomfortable they were with that. That his that Jane, who did cooperate with the interview, just said about her husband's announcement to her, it was cruel, Mm -hmm. and that's all in the book. So I don't think that's the part he likes, right? Which you know. That's probably yeah. what people who've been interviewed by Rolling Stone maybe haven't liked some of those things, but uh, well, that I was just is what say, gives of it, right of course some of the meat. So anyway, but I'm still curious to read the book, and I think he was uh, you know interesting interview. But I love how Matt worked it in right at the end. Absolutely. All well, right. it's a good question. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, listen, when we come back, it's uh, random thoughts with Julia.
4: You know, I saw the story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now.
3: Julia's random thoughts.
4: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Just so you know what All today right, is, Julia. This is what we got. Today's election day. Yes. Hug a bear day. And national bittersweet chocolate with almonds
3: day. That's very specific.
4: <laughs> it's extremely specific, <laughs> specific. But just so you know what is going on today. Okay, listen Thanks. to this. Um... This happened on Qantas Airlines. Um, a woman was w- traveling with her husband and the, their child. And um, while the husband was sleeping, she used her husband's fingerprint to open up his iPhone mm-hmm. or whatever phone he had. Yeah. And while he was sleeping, she just put his fingerprint on his phone and she uncovered that he was massively cheating on her. Uh-oh. So mid-flight, uh oh. So mid flight, she began attacking her husband. Um, after discovering that he was cheating on her and having an affair, and um, the, it, that's she just kind of an interesting strategy, people. If you want to unlock someone's phone, put it under while they're sleeping. I just, you know, yeah. I was just passing that on. Yeah, yeah. And um, they, the she old was, was the kid. We don't know how oh, old the know. kid okay. was. The All woman right. was an she Iranian was national tra- traveling from Dora to Bali. Um, so it, they were
1: going on an exciting it sounds vacation. Like yeah. Uh huh. Sure.
4: Revealing the alleged affair in all its sordid details, she was reading while he was sleeping. Angered by the discovery, the woman reportedly started to hit her husband. <laughs> the cabin crew oh, intervened, but were unable to calm the situation. With the in-flight episode spiraling out of control, the pilots decided to make an unscheduled stop Uh-oh. in the southern India city of Chennai. Okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm pronouncing yeah, I pronounced it wrong. The woman and her husband and their child were then taken off the plane which they resumed um, to its journey in Indonesia, blah, blah, blah. But the family spent the entire day in this airport and were then sent to Kuala Lumpur um, by a different flight. No police action was taken, but can you just see the three of them sitting there with their bags?
3: Oh, She must have suspected
4: or she was unlocking the phone, phone so... She could play games or, or something. Or something. Mm. I don't know. You know. No. It's not unusual. No, it Let isn't.
1: see your phone
4: for a second. But can you imagine? And then them making... He
1: thought he was all protected with the finger. Right. Yeah. Fingerprint. When anyone knows if you're going to be a good cheater, you have burner phones.
4: <laughs> oh, there you go,
1: Laurie. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my no, God.
4: I there mean, you it's go. True. Words <laughs> of Wisdom by Laurie. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so um, you guys, I asked you earlier if you know who Ric Flair was. Yes, the wrestler. The wrestler. Well, dying, isn't my
1: uh, my first husband, uh, when we were still dating, we were at a Stucky's in Tampa. <laughs> and he was a huge wrestling I love fan. It, the Stucky's wrestling. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, my God, there's handsome Ric Flair, or whatever the heck his nickname was we got, we have to go, we have to, I got to go say hi to him, and he was like, like, re- he was like how I would have been with Donnie Osmond. He was wringing his hands and beside himself and went over Mr. Flair. I've been a
4: fan for so long. He shirk-
1: shook his hands and he was really nice and he had this long blonde hair and super tan. And we interrupted his breakfast and he was cool to us. Yeah. He so grew up in Edina Yeah.
4: And he's going to be spotlighted tonight on ESPN's 30 for 30. Very sweet. And it's going to be called Nature Boy. Uh, yeah, and- Nature Boy. That's Nature what it is. Nature Boy. Yeah. And so he, um, ruled the world you know, of wrestling at the time. Some of his statements defied logic during the time. He drank 15 drinks a day throughout his career. He betted 10,000 women. No. But there's no denying that his quest to be in the spotlight cost him on the home front.
1: Didn't he just, like, wasn't he on the edge of death or yes, something? Yes, he was, despite he was recent
4: so? health scares, yes. And still, you can't help wonder if it was all worth worth it. And especially the director who put this together, it shows uh past his prime um, flair climbing back in the ring for one more shot at love. Nature Boy, tonight, 30 for 30. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. This yeah, week- I,
1: I love when I can r- share my one and only Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm sure I saw him wrestle because uh, the used- first Thanksgiving date I had with this boyfriend, we went on Thanksgiving Day to the St. Paul Civic Center to watch wrestling. And I just thought, oh, what is happening right now? I would too. Yeah. And 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 it was hilarious. It used to be what we'd watch though. You know, But that, in person. Oh, I can't even imagine. In person. Being in person. <laughs> I can't even imagine. And after that, I said, I don't want to do this again. And, and, yeah. and my buddies.
3: I'm Bradley Trainer.
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's JLo and P.S. The person behind
3: all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Scott Olson was a longtime like camera guy just for the wrestling matches and 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 Tom, or this guy, Jeff Earle, who you know, yes. would volunteer to carry the equipment so they could go to the matches for free.
4: Okay, hysterical. As he ringside. Yeah. Hysterical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so here's what's happening this week, and I don't know if the week right. ends on Friday or... oh. It's from today, is today, what's Today's today? Tuesday. What's the date? Seven. The 7th? November 7th. Okay, this starts on the 9th. So this starts on Thursday for one week. When you buy a hot beverage at Starbucks, you get another one free. They're spreading mm. the Christmas cheer. So of equal or lesser value, of course. So you can get, it's called the Give Good Sharing. It includes holiday drinks like the chestnut praline latte, peppermint, oh. and mocha, Caramel creme brulee, gingerbread latte, eggnog latte, holiday spice, flat white, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it extends to all cake pops. So buy one, get one Ooh, free. Buy one, get one So yeah. that starts on Thursday. Yeah. That's a $5. That's, that's a big, big promotion. Savings. I think that's so, too. That's worth going in. I thought so, too. Um, gingerbread latte, if anyone's going <laughs> How many galleries?
3: Oh,
1: No, we just that's it? what I love.
3: The oh. creamer, Lord Julia, that she But puts they don't in.
1: make the creamer. They, they haven't made the creamer in two years. Oh, they haven't?
4: They make the powdered. No, oh, someone has when the peppermint gi- no it's peppermint, oh, it's peppermint, okay. it's peppermint mocha, mocha and pumpkin yeah.
1: spice but yeah. i love the gingerbread that is the bomb It is the best oh, can you imagine it. Oh, i want to
4: try this ch- chestnut praline light i mean how how decadent to you have one of those drinks i mean when's the last time we've ever even had one of those fancy drinks
1: every time i go to the airport i get one of those
4: do drinks. you those fancies i yeah. thought you'd got wine
1: well, it, depending. If it's morning. It's morning okay, because okay. I've
4: been with you. Yeah. I didn't ever see you going to a Starbucks. Yeah, at night, no.
1: You got to you got to save it for the alcohol.
4: Okay, got it. Um, so here is a survey that's out saying 49% of people think there's absolutely too many options on television. Amen. I know. Hub <laughs> Research found that 49% of people believe there are too many TV programs to choose from, and it's hard to know where to start. This number is up. From um, 42% thought this way in 2014. But here's the number of shows. In 2014, we had 389 different television shows on. Yeah. And in 2016, we have 455. Yeah.
1: Well, you don't have to be on it. Just Mm-mm. be on top of where you... It, yeah, it's, I it's, love it's the CW. Like. I love Stars. I love HBO. Mm-hmm. I, like, I mean, you know, you can't be... You can't get Make involved a in every streaming yeah. show. That's, I oh. think, where it's really bumped up. Yes. The jam.
3: By the way, speaking of streaming, I just noticed when I saw Larry King on his show on Hulu. They, yeah. They, they've got that $5.99 a month deal going again. Oh, they do? Over oh, Hulu? Hulu? Yeah, that's not bad.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah.
4: Oh, my gosh. just more options. I spend so much money on cable. Yeah, right. I spend so much money on cable. and then do spend? A month? Mm-hmm. Over 200 What? Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a lot of money. And today, when I tried to use a TV in a bedroom. Oh, no. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to even say it. It <laughs> sounds like intriguing No, it dirty. It said there was no programming available when I tried to watch Save Programs while what? I was ironing. Yep. You live in
3: a haunted house or what? He does.
1: <laughs> I think I do. because you know, whis- you know, Remember you, the wind, wind whisperer? The whisper. The, whisper the
4: Wi-Fi is patchy.
1: Your vibrators don't always oh, work stop. even though you have
4: freshman. Oh, <laughs> hey, uh, i so sick. She's a sick, sick woman I work no, with.
1: No, I'm not joking. The second one, I think. I think people saw it, Julia. You and I did not see it. We are remiss. We need to watch it. I think so. And feel <laughs> tingly when we watch it. Hopefully,
4: do you think so? Well, that's, always, Jerry, that's always. That's always the goal. That's
1: the goal. <laughs> that's the goal.
4: With so, ja- yeah. Uh, with Jamie Dornan.
1: I know Jamie, oh, yes. Jamie. I just wish it was somebody else. But that wait. I don't have a heart on for him. That is the problem. And I don't know that a lot of people... Here's
4: what he does have.
1: What does he have? He has
4: a very sexy, happy trail.
1: Yes, he does. He He's has got, a
4: very sexy, so happy don't trail. don't even show us his face. No. Just objectify just him completely. From the nipple down.
3: Speaking <laughs> of Jamie's, yeah. how do you think uh, Sam Hewen, Jamie Fraser would have been in that movie? In Fifty Shades. Bad casting? Good casting?
4: I would have been fine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, They were just coming out at the same time, because Outlander's been out it's know, in its third season. Yeah. On, you know? No, what? I don't. it doesn't. Lori, we, we, we have beat Charlie, this one to we death. We wanted
1: Charlie Hunnam. I mean, we had our hearts set. Charlie was going to go from biker. But I have to be honest. To, I think it would
4: have been better for his career to have been in Fifty Shades. Than I all these, agree. Than all these dogs he's
1: been in. Uh, Julia, I couldn't agree yeah. with you more. You should have listened to He's a very arty, farty actor. And it, we know this from his interviews. Yeah, but now he's really and he, typecast. He's as a, method. And he leaves his girlfriend of 10 or 11 years which mm-hmm. I get bad juju about that. that Who you are just, you talking about? Just Charlie Hunnam. Why Charlie are Adam. they dating so long? Oh, I thought you said he left her. No, but I mean, he leaves her for a long period of time. He's oh. a method
4: actor when he did Lost he, City of Z. His his star wins. factor went down. Yes. Because he was in that Loser, Knights of the Round Table. And he could have been in Fifty Shades, and everyone in his career would have been on fire, but he is
1: an artist, Julia. I, He's an actor for the art. No, I'm just yes, telling I you know. what he... Yes, I know. I am an artist here. And I wish that you had managed him because you wouldn't have allowed this happen mm-hmm. because also he does a mean American accent for a British guy and he would have gone for the hottest biker, you know, in this FX show and it was an iconic kind of a he role. Was, he was he at the top
4: of the, his game. In that way. And then yep. he would
1: have gone to movies and yep. it would be like being, you know, going like Brad Pitt Meet Joe Black to yes. Oh God, I love Joe uh, Black. I mean, you know how clean. Remember to when Tristan? Yeah, from Tristan to meet Legends Joe of the Black. Fall. I mean, all of that. He could have been this
4: sex symbol. Yes, more in a of beautiful a beautiful
1: steel gray cut. You know, driving Italian a hat suit fast and a beautiful car.
4: And all he is is my screensaver. Spanking. What does he have to show for? I know it. He's well, our screensaver.
3: Keep your fingers crossed for Papillon. Maybe that'll be good.
4: No, he needs to be in something with women.
3: Oh, I, I see.
4: Up, huh? I Pulling up. He's now. I gotcha. Yeah. He, he, I he's, don't care about men who go from man movie to man movie to man movie, <laughs> man movie to, man movie, to man, movie. <laughs> man movie. I mean, who cares? Okay. I, I. He needs to be in something with women because wow. he's so sexy, steamy. He is... He is denying the American audience I agree. Yeah. of his beautiness, beautifulness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, in we hindsight
1: now, that was the worst, worst career decision did, ever. And that was two years ago that he decided that because he went from Sons of Anarchy right to he was going to do Fifty Shades. Yep. And he pulled out of it like three weeks yep. before shooting.
4: Just I give you a failure in your in our world. Yeah. I mean. I really am disappointed in Everything
1: would have been different.
4: Because if they... I I really think all these disaster and heavy-hitting movies, I would like just a nice little love story. Where are those movies? Who is making those anymore? No one. Not too many. That aren't Mm -hmm. historical fiction or something, you know? Yeah. Where is a lovely little love story?
1: I don't know. I mean, they're around, but they're are hard few, to find because they are. there's not. It's not. You have to go to like a film festival, or you got to look on Netflix or Amazon. There are great love story and cult movies that have that you that are available on but Netflix. But Nothing new. I but mean, but it doesn't matter if, if something you haven't seen that is really great. I Who cares at- if it was made 15 years ago or 10 years ago? If you haven't seen it.
4: I'm the same ones always deep. come up. Well, I, that's based on your preference. Ami, you you actually have, have to do some work. I do. I always say I go Netflixed, um Best Romantic Movies.
1: Okay but it, it because it knows what you like it just shows you what, what I get
4: such a mix cuz it knows what my kids like too so yeah. I go I So go. you that need to like right. use from childhood <laughs> You need to go to your computer and do like hidden gems love stories on Netflix and get it from somebody else besides Netflix But beside don't you Netflix. think that would help the movie theaters? I mean women want to go, go to good movies too and that aren't about just men superheroes. Well I know but my superhero movie I saw this
1: weekend was fantastic Thor. Thor- oh god that was good what was the movie is there a
4: love story in that laurie no no
1: no but you know what the uh girl who's the valkyrie tessa thompson is amazing she's so badass all right she's the badass that we need right now the female and and Kate blanchett is unbelievable um She looks good with eyeshadow rimmed around her eye like a raccoon. She's got such beautiful cheekbones. She does, doesn't she? Yeah, she really does. Those
4: deep dark eyes. All right, honestly.
1: I want to make you gag, but I don't want to make you gag. (sighs) Oh, no. Please. Okay. all right
4: no donnie why do you say please you want to listen to it <laughs> not
1: really uh, if but it's we a, have to there <laughs> are certain things that make me gag so maybe i shouldn't prejudge I if this is going to make right, you gag this is a little if
4: it's about t swift it that is my, about oh, taylor is.
1: swift because she's got you know you she's know like my this button. with gma have you noticed oh. they have all the exclusives No one, I mean, other people will say, other morning shows say a little something, but all the exclusive reporting is done with GMA on ABC. We got to play this, Jules. Oh.
5: She remains pop's preeminent figure, not just for the intrigue that attends her celebrity, but for the music itself. New music that a few hundred devoted fans gotta first listen to at secret sessions hosted by Taylor herself. Not for 500 or so of Taylor Swift's most avid fans, handpicked by the pop unicorn to attend one of four Hush Hush on the QT, Don't Tell a Soul listening parties for her upcoming album, Reputation. Footage of the parties exclusively provided to GMA, to Swift's ready for it.
1: Are you ready for it?
5: With their idol sharing tailor-made insights.
3: I feel like I heard the sound of the bus stopping. That sound
5: like that sh- hugging them, posing with them for photographs in front of her MTV moon man and Grammy adorned mantelpiece getting them dancing like a party motivator would hella infused swifties in london nashville los angeles and rhode island got to listen to all of lowercase r reputation's tracks afterwards the fans spoke and blasé indifference was not on the menu like it's so different but so hurt so different but so unapologetically honest life
4: she just felt like my best friend. Oh, oh wow. yeah.
5: awesome. <laughs> Access to a handful of Reputation's <laughs> offerings, including the love as refuge, call it what you want, the flame-throwing, look what you made me do, and the yearning gorgeous. All of it setting the stage for Reputation's release at week six. Ready
4: for it. Okay, and the I'm really not. Okay,
1: here's what I, mean. I have two questions for you because I feel she did these secret sessions with 1989. She the, did. She, she does. This these... has been a thing she's done where she invites super fans, but I'm wondering now: Does the super fan? Is it the super fan with a lot of
4: people that follow them on Twitter or Instagram? Sure. Influences are her super fans. But they
1: all, so you don't, you know, so our, that's was one of my cynical questions now that this is like her third album where she does these secret things. Because I think the first time she did it, it was
4: organic. Okay, can I tell you what a secret meeting sounds like? Yeah. It sounds like a made-up event. <laughs> Um, that eight-year-olds do. Oh, Let's yeah. come to the secret oh, wow. event yeah. at my house. No one else is invited, right. but just you, because yeah. you're special. But then don't tell anybody. But then she just has come it, to my house. But she has it at her four home,
1: four different homes, is like really. You know, oh,
4: she has everything. These are the homes she has to live room. in. Absolutely, <laughs> she's got people cleaning it out. Everything's on lockdown. <laughs> she doesn't even, you know, she shows up for. Right, this is a I got to tell you something before we move okay. on. First of all, she when her music comes out on Friday. Yeah. Um, she's not going to let it be streamed for a week because she wants her album sales this to be higher than anybody that's, that's else. Smart. Yeah, that's smart. But though. I mean, no one else does that. And then that's can, smart. Can I just go back to the romantic comedy? Uh-huh. Because really, I have looked it up, and there's been about six articles on it this year, but what has happened to the rom-com that used to be status quo, the big factor is studios realized that comic book movies were where the money was, especially yeah. overseas. Yeah. So we're not even First. making movies for people here. The major studios had only three wide releases of comic book adaptations in 2010, and now it's all of them. There is not one romantic comedy that was made in 2017. Not one.
3: I would say The Big Sick is a romantic comedy.
4: I would say that's a romantic comedy. They don't call it a romantic comedy. They call it 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 a drama. It it is. It's
1: a romantic comedy, but but, not one. Yeah, the thing is, is that not from any of the big studios. It's going to have to be independent, and it's going to have to be, like, you know, our guy, our actor who was in here, you know, here that plays Harry um on um better call Saul Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. His show, mm-hmm. his movie Driver X right. kind of sounded like a romantic comedy. A middle-aged rom-com. Middle rom-
4: yeah, about, about getting re- in an Uber Uber cab and driving around LA and because he lost his job yeah. and
1: he and his wife and then he all of a sudden he's like 20 years out of the scene but driving around the scene. And so that I feel like had rom-com. It's just the big they don't get the big releases from the I don't know. Maybe that'll they're saying
4: be... the Nora Ephron's of the world have faded to black mm. and love and laughs seem to have gone to the way of sitcoms and into streaming content.
1: Well, aren't you just being a Betty? <laughs> I don't know. Bitter what. Betty? Yes, yeah, she Bitter is. She, and you should see the expression on her face. It's mm. very sour right now. Well,
3: Julia, thanks to Elicitor, I'm going to send you a link. And it's titled Eight Underseen Rom coms on Netflix.
1: See? Yeah. Okay, Matthew. Yeah, but date I mean Julia, you, you, you can't let right. Netflix give it give it to you. You have to like go somewhere. All right, else send me the link. Yeah. Can you share it with everybody?
3: Uh, uh, I guess I could, yeah. And that right, would be I'll helpful <laughs> probably.
4: Let's just <laughs> be a secret, secret And only I'm invited.
3: <laughs> have you seen <laughs> Begin Again, Julia?
4: We oh, gotta go. We down. gotta okay, go. Sorry, yeah. but no, just send the it. link and tell everyone what the link is right now. Okay.
3: Oh, I, I can't. It's too long.
4: Oh, we'll tweet it. Okay. All right, and put it online. Put
1: it on our website. Okay. Perfect. All right. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak.
3: So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood.
1: What is the meaning of this? I said yesterday he was drunk when he did it. And guess who's saying today he was just joking about changing his name to Brother Love?
4: That's drunk when he did it. Mm,
1: that'd be Diddy. Oh, Diddy. I told you How he embarrassing. was embarrassing. Everyone
4: made so much, much fun, fun of him. Of him. I, I know mean, it. not one place forgot about <laughs> bringing about it coverage. up. I know it, and
1: everyone <laughs> did make fun of it and I said to you I said he had his sunglass on. He was clearly wasted. He was on, on the vacation. beach with his
4: girlfriend. He's
1: having male uh, you know midlife Hormone. crisis just he's going to Rando pause is what's happening and it gives me pleasure to say that he's 48 years old and that's what happens there's not enough Talk about what happens to men.
4: Let's talk about it, Lori. But, I mean, Let's men, talk about men it. Men
1: and women your body if you if you get halfway to a hundred, things change with things. And and, and, and he, he told us he
4: said I'm not the same person as and I he was. He did and yesterday he said that I know who
1: I was and he's <laughs> feeling it. He's not feeling as horny. He's, is, 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 is you know, paddle isn't as strong and right. it doesn't poke him in the stomach like it used to, yeah. but it hasn't done that for a long time, let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, that only lasts about 25, maybe, the tentpole situation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Attention! Attention! So he was just joking. That's just that's just beyond because it, it
4: absolutely everyone all made it. fun of him and, oh. I, and we said guy says drunk. I mean, he has changed. Who changes their name every other year? Yeah, you no, know. No. Okay, well, Jonathan
1: Chabin, who is Kim Kardashian's best friend, she's it's the guy. I
4: know who he is. Yeah, and isn't he, he the? He's been on reality guy, shows Tyler, and he yeah, hangs
1: yeah. out with her when Kanye doesn't want to go to all this crap. Mm-hmm. He, this is for for real. Listen to this. Okay, And they, he, he, they actually call him television personality because of his friendship with Kim Kardashian. And he's
4: been on Keeping Up With The K's a couple times. And I
1: think he was on Big Brother in the UK. Oh. He's got millions of followers who follow him because sometimes when Kim's too lazy to Instagram, He'll when take they're a picture out at them. a restaurant, she has him take it. And Kinda he's Kind of like in how it. you treat me. Oh, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he's legally changing his name to Food God.
3: He is not. Yes, he he is. Brother Love.
4: (laughs) He is not. His rep
1: confirmed to the New York Daily News that he is going to legally change his name to Food God, all one word, little g. Um, He said, I became Food God by posting food in hot places since social media really started. He confirmed to E! News. Now, with millions of followers, people from all over the world look for me to, for places to go. And so, inspired by this, I decided to legally change my name to Food God. I'm changing mine to Perfect 10.
3: <laughs> perfect 10? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Works for me.
1: Yeah. What
4: is we, that's the name of his, that's his handle on that's Instagram. Fine, I that's know fine. That's fine. But people, I'm, I'm telling you, he's the best generation. And I'm putting, no, this guy is like forty-three years old. Julia. There's something he, wrong with him. He
1: is famous because of his connection to the Cat Jenners, the Car mm-hmm. Jenners. Let's just call him yeah.
4: that. And 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 Chris
1: Jenner's desserts. Dinners and pictures of Chris have made him famous. Yes. Have made him
4: rich. And now he just would like to be called food god. I'm not gonna do it. If I ever meet him, I'm just gonna say (laughs) you I know you changed your name and you want us to call you that, but I'm gonna call you whatever your name is anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you, whatever your name is. I'm not going to call you by that new it name. It's people got to know mm-hmm. his name. Right, Jonathan Chaston. Chebben or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you want to change it to something else? Okay, Catherine McPhee is talking about, about... petting her older man. Okay, older but listen to man. this.
1: Okay, so it's the December issue of Health Magazine. So that had to have been... September. Yeah. so she's... Put to bed at the end of September. Exactly. Thank you. And sh- so she either knew she was going to have... A they were, with they
4: started all over the summer, Lori. They've been going on right. forever. Well, and we're talking she about she's dating that old... David
1: Foster, yeah, Gigi how old is and he? Yolanda's stepdad. He's 68. And we she's don't even give him the
4: credit for his music that no, he did. No, I
1: know. it. he is amazing music guy. I mean, he's worked <laughs> sure. with everybody. But I can't stand him since he was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And he was such a dink to Yolanda.
4: His wife. Who would and, just call them my love,
1: my king, and waited on them with her beautiful see-through refrigerator in their that, lovely home in Malibu. Oh, Malibor. that was so lovely. Had the best refrigerator we've ever I seen. I mean, it was
4: refrigerator art. Art. I mean, everything inside was displayed carefully yeah. so we could just we admire it. We should have it.
1: taken that as a sign,
4: though. I mean, When you, know. <laughs> you have enough time to decorate the inside of your refrigerator, maybe there's something mm. wrong yeah. with your relationship. <laughs> well, you gotta, Is it like me putting my books in the bookshelf by color? Not, no, no, <laughs>
1: not at all. <laughs> not That's not just bad. good design <laughs> sense, Julia. Anyway, she's 33. She couldn't be more gorgeous. Lovely. She is the gal who lost to Taylor Hicks on her season of American Idol. Oh. Yeah. She's on score. She's at the top of her gang. She Game, likes older dudes. She, she likes older dudes. She always has. Does she, she think he has another song in him to produce for I her? I don't think she... Lori, oh, yeah, she likes here's older what she dudes. Says. No, this is what she said oh, about God. him. Here we this go. is how you know that it's just she's strictly using him. I'm really fond of him.
4: This is what you say... Well, she can't say I'm crazy for him because we, because would say, we wouldn't believe. <laughs>
3: No so, guy wants to hear that from a woman.
1: No, I'm really I fond, fond of, of you.
3: Him. What about your brother? Exactly. <laughs> Julia, we
1: have everything we need to know. She mm. wants to get back into music. And David Foster and the fact that she likes an older man and she doesn't mind. She's
4: had a crush on him since she met him when she was on American Idol go. when she was 20. There you go. All right, she's had a crush on him. Okay, Olivia Newton Boyfriend, uh, Ju- Olivia. <laughs> God, let me say that. <laughs> hey Olivia Newton Boyfriend, Juice, <laughs> Juice, <laughs> Juice <laughs> Newton's sister, cousin, John Travolta's in here somewhere. Greece, <laughs> Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, I mean Sandy from Greece.
1: Take
3: two. Hmm. <laughs> Take, it try it like, again.
1: No, I'm gonna no, do I like it again. That one. Okay. But it was like I was channeling Julia. I'm no, looking you were so excited <laughs> to say this headline because this is a big story. Uh, well, we have been following this story for twelve damn yes, years. We have. Olivia Newton John's ex-boyfriend, who went missing twelve years ago, may have been found in Mexico. He has been found in Mexico, and Patrick McDermott was his name.
4: Yes, it was. And but he was declared legally dead like two years after he was. On a boat with twenty two passengers and no one saw him fall overboard and then he just went under. We couldn't figure out if he was just trying to get away from Olivia mm-hmm. and John or taxes or money. It came out very quickly that he, he was, owed money. Yes. That Olivia had questions for him. She
1: probably invested in some yes, of his businesses. Yes. and he ran he away left like his a, wallet and all of his gear, so it was like he fell overboard. Totally stated. Had somebody waiting for a boat. We've known that. For years, and and he's
4: kind of been spotted every once in a while, but now... 2010 was the last time he was spotted. Honest to Pete. Is that what you have to do to get away from someone? Go missing? When you owe money to the mob and I give you the varsity theater dude. Yeah, that guy. He's gone to Kabul. Yeah, don't we have extradition with Mexico? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't think you'd be safe in Baja.
1: No. I thought you had to go to Brazil. I don't know. Anyway, so he surfaced... And I'm going to look for him. And now he's him. going to find plastic I'm gonna surgery. I'm going to look for him when I'm in Mexico. Will you? Yeah, will you learn, try to find him.
4: him? Okay, perfect. Okay, uh, uh, Robin Leach
1: bought uh, Brittany st- Spears watercolor painting for $10,000. All the money's going to the Las Vegas uh, people who've got yeah. bills.
4: Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. You you know, Robin you know, Leach. That's kind of
1: cool. It's very cool. And really, the painting is nothing but somebody has got to play. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. Hey, I love Robin. It. We'll be back, kids.